This is the best of the best of the Joe Show. That's right. It's a best of best of show. Special Christmas edition. Our numero dos. Two hours of goodness for you. And oh, the second hour coming strong on the way. We are going to have the Joe Rose Show talking with the man, the myth, the legend, Larry Zonka. That is a can't miss. That's why I had to feature it on the best of the best of. Also, Dan Lebetard, one of the best segments he's done probably all year talking about why you should love Dwayne Wade even more now than ever before. Then Hawk and Crowder. Oh, yeah. We're going to have some fun changing channels at sports bars. Mm. Let me introduce myself, though, and also tell you Merry Christmas. Happy early Kwanzaa. Festivus for the rest of us. That's a belated Festivus for the rest of us. Happy Hanukkah. We're in the midst of that. Get some latkes. Mmm, deliciousness. I am Dan Day. Give me a follow on Twitter, at Dan Day Radio. Let's get up to date with some Christmas headlines. Yes, Christmas Day equals NBA basketball. Boston defeated Toronto 118-102. Philly down Milwaukee 121-109. Houston trails Golden State 88-83 late in the third. After that, it is going to be Battle LA as the Lakers and Clippers face off, finished by the Zion Williamson-less Pelicans taking on Denver. The Heat, they play at home Friday against the Pacers. Hawaii defeated BYU 38-34 in last night's SoFi Hawaii Bowl. No college football today, but tomorrow the U takes on Louisiana Tech at four in the Walk-On's Independence Bowl. Ohio State QB Justin Fields says his knee is 80 to 85% healthy going into the college football playoff. The fun kicks off Saturday with Oklahoma taking on LSU at four, then Clemson versus Ohio State at eight. Coming off a career-high 419 passing yards against Cincinnati, Ryan Fitzpatrick has been nominated for the FedEx Air Player of the Week. The Dolphins finish their season Sunday at 1 against New England. The Panthers are off till Saturday when they play Detroit at the BB&T. Texans lineman J.J. Watt has returned to practice after suffering a muscle tear. He's expected to return to action in the Texans' first game in the playoffs. Few college basketball games are on tap today in Hawaii at the Diamond Head Classic. Portland will face Ball State. Georgia Tech and Hawaii will do battle. Boise State and Utah State play. Then Houston and Washington will cap off the night. Inter-Miami CF has signed fullback Denso Ulysses and goalkeeper Drake Callender. Their first match is March 1st at LAFC. Then home opener is March 14th against the LA Galaxy. And now... Oh, it is Christmas, and we are stepping into the day morning, spa. Miami, North oh, Alabama's not that. What in the world? Ah, there was a lady in the day spa waiting for us. I like that. Hmm. Sounded really good. Tell me good morning. Hmm. Hmm. We'll get into that later. It's always good to step into the day spa. A man with a long white beard recently robbed a Colorado bank, then stepped into the street and began throwing the money and shouting, Merry Christmas! So there really is a Santa. 40 ballet dancers recently performed Swan Lake on the steps of a governmental building to support the French strike against the government's pension reform. Oddly enough, government workers were happy with the protest. And I use the term protest loosely. The city of Pritchard, Alabama recently had a typo on 10,000 trash receptacles saying Mobile Country instead of Mobile County. Alabama, even their trash cans are trash. 
Now on the weather brought to you by Hylia Park. Tonight's forecast has a slight chance of rain with temperatures in the mid-70s. It's another first at Hylia Park. It's the first ever National Horse Players Championship qualifier at Champion Simulcast Center and Sports Bar, including $10,000 in prize money. Join us on Sunday, January 12th. Register now at HyaliaPark.com. Oh yeah, the best of the best of. You know I'm coming strong this second hour. The Joe Rose Show recently caught up with the man, the myth, the legend, Larry Zonka. And he is everything you could imagine and that much more. He brought dimes when it comes to stories. I mean, these stories, diamonds, dimes, just perfect, great Dolphins football stories. Also, we talked about Larry getting liquored up. That's another dime right there. Unnecessary roughness. Brings some more gems and some Shula stories. And then he talks a little bit about the perfect season. The best team there ever was and one of the best players on that team, Larry Zonka, joins us right now. Larry, good morning. Uh, thank you so much for coming on the show. Oh, I'm delighted to be here, Joe. I, uh, I don't know about one of the best on the team. That was a pretty evenly matched team there. <laughs> I think every player was as important as every other player. It didn't matter whether you were on the Everyone field. Everyone was the best, Zonka. Hey, that's Larry, what I should have said. Larry, right. uh, Larry, I got to tell you, man, uh, and we'll get into all this stuff. I had a blast with you and and the rest of uh, and Larry Little. That dinner, <laughs> and I got to tell you, man, and those guys all got up and told stories about you. I had a blast. No, it's all good, Larry. Larry, come on, we're all older oh, now. No, the, <laughs> the stories were great, and Larry got liquored up on that vodka, so it was uh, it was a that was a fun. Now I got to ask you. So we always hear about the toughness that comes with the toughness that you had and breaking your nose ten times, but that toe story, like every guy got up and told that damn toe story, and and, and how you relieve pressure to to keep playing when everybody thought you might be out you got to tell a little bit about that story how that whole thing happened that had everybody talking about it in the pregame warm-up we had this uh, wild linebacker named Bo camper who stepped on my toe in the, in the practice uh, routine and filled uh, i had a big blood blister under my toenail and it literally killed me the whole game or most of the game and it got to where i was just gonna have to do something drastic so we uh tried to different ways of relieving it finally we just gave up and drilled a hole through it with a drill yeah i know <laughs> and it, you gotta uh, see these guys looking at me there when you said Zonka, that, that really oh my gosh <laughs> it wasn't a pleasant affair Zonk, i've heard <laughs> stories about you before but holy moly no, that's taking toughness like Good to a whole new God. level Jeez. Well, it was just through the toenail. It got a little, you know, when it went through, it kind of went a little deeper, but it was still, well, it was one of the sorest things I ever remember playing with. But, I mean, it was, you know. Zom, did you say <laughs> just was, through the toenail? Just, with you, know, a, you, yeah. you, you think all these mortal wounds in combat and football, and they're, you know, they're pretty exciting, pretty pretty way out, you know. And then you talk about your linebacker come in to bump shoulders with you and uh, was all revved up and stepped with his lead cleat, hit your big toenail and drove it back into your, oh, and you played the whole team hopping around on one foot until they drilled a hole in it. So that's a side story of the NFL. I'm sure there's thousands more just like it. Well, listen, you've got some great ones, and uh, a lot of them uh, go back to you. The unnecessary roughness that you got from running a guy over, that's uh, well, you own that, that one. Buffalo, and that was a little different. That You know, uh, we had had some problems, he and I. You know, he managed to get his fingers in my eyes about three times in a quarter. And uh, so when I had the opportunity, I, uh, I got a right cross. 
loss in. There's no two ways about it. Funny part about that, the great part about that was that it happened on the sidelines. I was pushed out of the sidelines. One of the few times I was running over by the sidelines, just stood up through the middle. And as we got pushed out of bounds, I did it. I had my opportunity. His chin was there, and I did it. I took the shot and caught him. You know, it was a good one. Knocked him. Well, I don't know if I knocked him out, but it knocked him silly. Oh, you knocked him Coach out. Shula, Coach Shula was right there. Coach Shula was right there, and he jumped on me and said, great hit. About that time, the red was the smartest most intelligent defensive unit I think has ever been on the football field. You go player by player and look at the intelligence level and look at the IQ. They made like six mistakes in the course of a season. Six major mistakes in the course of a season. There's other teams do that in a game. They played an entire season. The intelligence of that defense not just tough, but smart. And for them to do what they did, you know a lot of people say in the NFL, and it's been true for years, I don't know if it is anymore. You win you win games with an offense, with strong offense, but you win champions chips with a defense. Let me tell you something. We had standing ovations many times for our our offense by our defense, but vice versa was exactly the truth. We stood up and applauded them. They got the ball back for us in three plays because they were smart. Just great stuff. Zonk, I got to read you this because somebody just texted this in. We have a text machine where all our fans or people that hate us can text in. It says, ex-Marine here, seen and been through some nasty crap in my life. Hearing that toenail story, I'm out. Christmas music for me after that. I'm grossed out. That's an ex-Marine right there. By the way, that's all these guys. We were, we were all having yeah. drinks. Yeah, that story Holy was. Moly. They all got up. I said, you guys got any other stories about Zonk besides that toe story that they did all night? <laughs> that's it was, enough uh, right there. Holy that was crazy. Moly. Hey, Larry, one of my favorites, and I, I got to be honest, I did get a copy years and years ago. If you don't mind me bringing up some old times, the SI cover, Butch Cassidy and the Sundance Kid. Pretty special. Yeah. Collector's item. You must have a couple. Of those, huh? I think I got a couple laying around somewhere. <laughs> I, uh, I still see Kick. He looks pretty much the same. I look a lot different. I'm getting old. <laughs> not really. No, no, not not really. By the way, were you shocked that picture, the the number one sign got taken in that? Did somebody miss that, or what's the story on that with Sports Illustrated? Well, that's a tremendous controversy. At the end of the shoot, they came after practice one day and wanted me and Kick to pose for the cover and we said okay and uh, there was just a photographer there and we went out got our game uniforms on and went out to practice field set another goalpost and did that and at the end of it i said hey do me a favor i want to do one with the birds so i can send it to my friends on a on a christmas card being funny between friends right he said sure i said hey make sure that doesn't get in you know obviously it wasn't supposed to get in with the other photographs sports uh, si's uh, story is that somehow it slipped through and you know it was supposed to just be taken and, and given back to me but it wasn't it ended up on the cover, which is Zonka luck. The value went up on that for a lot of people, so it was good. Hey, Larry, got to ask well, you. I got. Yeah. Uh, I got to tell you one thing. For. 15 years, I got letters from Catholic nuns that knew I grew up in a Catholic school that had seen that, and I was still writing apology letters to nuns 15 or 18 years after the fact. Hey, Larry, there's so many great stories. The relationship, Larry Zonka, Jim Kick, and Mercury Morris, all three so unique and so important in that backfield. Just just talk about all the guys could do such unique things. What was what was that like with those three guys, with the three of you? I think that's the pinnacle, at least offensively, of, of the changes that happened in between 71 when we lost to Super Bowl six, and then we came back and went undefeated. It was Mercury coming into the backfield adding a dimension. Up until that time, you know, there hadn't been three backs rotating, I think once or twice throughout the course of the NFL history where a championship team had rotating backs. It just wasn't done then. But we decided to do it. And the only argument, that's the great thing about that was the relationship the three of us had 
had there been, and this is the essence of what I was talking about, with the right. perfect, had, 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 had essence, uh, if there had been even an essence of jealousy or animosity between Kick and, and uh, Mercury, uh, we'd have had a problem. But the, both of them are too big a men to surrender to something like that. So they, the only time there was ever any bitching done, if you pardon the expression, was Kick. He didn't mind if Mercury was sent in for him between the the 40s or between the 35s, but if he was down by the end zone and had to run either end zone, didn't matter whether we're going in or coming out, and he had to run more than 35 or 40 yards to the bench, then he got upset and bitched about it. So you see, under Shula, you, you worried more about how many steps you were going to take, not what the steps were. <laughs> yeah. Hey, uh, the other story that always comes up, Larry, I still don't know, and I'm hoping to get an answer from you today if you were in on this or not, because usually they oh. told me used to sign the alligator in Shula's oh, yeah. shower. As he came in that yeah. one morning, there, one of you guys, help me out, Larry. Manny Fernandez and I went fishing on a day off after a game, and uh, Manny Fernandez saw a small gator up on the shore and bailed out of the boat and caught it. The only man I've ever seen catch a baby gator with his hands, and wow. uh, probably two feet long or eighteen inches or two feet long. But it, it take a finger off you in a minute, bite <laughs> your nose off. You know, <laughs> I stayed in the boat. When he got in the boat, I started getting out of the boat, and he said, "No, I'm going to tape its nose. Don't worry." We took it down, and it was in the back of my car. And at practice, it was thumping around, and I kept looking over towards the parking lot. I was trying to figure out what to do with it, and uh, Manny and I went and got it out of the out of the trunk of the car after practice, and decided to put it in Coach Shula's shower. We thought perhaps he'd run out through the whole crowd of front <laughs> office people. Uh, didn't quite work that way, but it, uh, it the big thing was that we took a vote on whether we should leave its mouth t- taped shut or just <laughs> take the tape off it. Shula got the tape left on by one vote. Oh my God! <laughs> I promise you. I promise you, it wasn't Jim Kick. I can see guys going, Larry, you can do it. You and Manny, they won't cut you, but I could get in trouble on this. What was his reaction when that alligator was in there? He came screaming out of the office and ran straight to the lockers where I was at, but I I heard him screaming and coming, so I went in the shower, and Kick was sitting there, and Kick didn't really know that much about it. Shula came out and started screaming at Kick. Yeah, we had our moments. Oh, there, I got to tell you, it's uh, it's been great being with you, oh, man. Uh, can't can't thank you enough. Uh, it's special for you and the 25 or 30 guys going to be there on uh, on Sunday with all of you. And you guys are class acts and, and two-time Super Bowl champion, Super Bowl MVP, Hall of Famer. Uh, we really appreciate you, Larry, coming on and spending some time with us this morning. Thank you so much. Thank you, and I'm looking forward to seeing my teammates, the ones that are left. Larry Zonka, the perfect player for the perfect team. 17-0, but I'm right there with those stories, just batting a thousand. That is just glory. I could listen to that over and over and over again, and I might, and you can too. Download the podcast for this show or any of the shows you hear here on 560 The Joe, wherever you get your podcast for absolutely free, the radio.com app, or you can go to our website, wqam.com. Still confused? Remember the Twitter handle, at Dan Day Radio. I'll walk you through it nice and slow kind of like i walk you through the day spa not time for that though what we do have time for is next dan lebitard showing some love to Dwayne wade because Dwayne wade showed some love in the right direction keep it tuned for that it's the best of the joe show this is the best of the best of the Joe show. That's right. A best of best of show special for you on this Christmas day. Hanukkah. Also happy, happy times. And we got Kwanzaa tomorrow. Not to mention Festivus just passed New Year's Eve, New Year's Day, my birthday coming up on January 6th. Which one do I celebrate the most? All of them. 
That's how I do it. I'm Cajun. I celebrate everything. I celebrate life, food, drink, and I celebrate the best of the Joe Show. Remember to download the podcast wherever you get the podcast for absolutely free. WQAM.com or the radio.com app. You're saying, Dan Day, if you're Cajun, why are you playing Pareo Music Reggaeton by J Balvin on a Christmas day? Because reggae and Christmas, really reggae and all holidays go hand in hand. Really, I only have one holiday tradition. On holidays, I get Bloody Marys, I get Red Stripe beer, and I listen to reggae music in the background. I know it sounds weird. That's just the type of guy I am. So share a little reggaeton with you on this Christmas day or December 25th if you're a Ebenezer Scrooge. That's cool. One thing that is going to warm your heart, and I had to play it today. If you're not in the Christmas spirit, if you're saying mankind can go to the trash can and stay there, pump the brakes real quick. Get real serious with Dan Levitard. I know serious and Dan Levitard usually don't go hand in hand, but right here they will, and you will thank me for this. First of all, you're going to find out what Dan Levitard really is all about when he talks about what Dwayne Wade recently did for his daughter. Dwayne Wade, you're about to find out what he's really all about if you haven't already heard right now, right here. For those of you nationally who don't understand uh, why it is that Miami has the relationship with Dwayne Wade that it does, and Dwayne Wade is the biggest and best athlete we have ever had in South Florida. He somehow beat out Dan Marino, who built a children's hospital in terms of popularity for a new generation. There was a time where no one thought that would happen, that someone would eclipse Dan Marino in this town. If they thought it would happen, they thought it would be a football player. They never thought it would be a basketball player. Well, it's not just that Dwayne Wade made this a basketball town more than a football town. That has to do as much with an indictment of the university University of Miami and Miami Dolphin football programs as it is about his excellent. But we've talked before about the fact that an entire generation of kids only knows what winning feels like in South Florida as they learn to love sports because this guy and this team brought it to them because all the other teams have been a nightmare since he came into the league. All of them. You, since Dwayne Wade came into the league, the Marlins haven't won a playoff game. The Panthers haven't won a playoff series. The University of Miami hasn't done anything. And I don't think the Dolphins have won a playoff game either. I don't. Or they've won one play, been to one playoff game, whatever it is. It's not very much. I think they went to one with Pennington. I think they lost that game at home to the Ravens. So that's what gets people in the door. But that's not why it is that Miami and South Florida has the relationship with Dwayne Wade than it does. I'm about to explain to you why, because it's another example of this. It is rare that you get to see the evolution of a young man into the kind of man that he's become. He gets here and he has been taking out loans to afford uh, the diapers of his child while he's at Marquette. He goes through a messy divorce, learns uh, some of the things that you learn when making some of the mistakes of the NBA, uh, and helps after evolving from a mother who was uh, addicted to drugs, building her a church, starts growing in a way that is impeccably professional, always treating just about everybody with an uncommon touch and an uncommon grace, writing book about the importance of fatherhood, even after having not much of a relationship with his own. And what he has done now, 
which isn't getting enough attention. And I'm not really sure, honestly, how much attention is too much for the kids, the young kids of these incredibly famous people. But we've been talking a lot about his other son, who is in high school with LeBron's kid and is very good at basketball and ESPN, is televising some of his games. But Wade went on the All the Smoke podcast and he did something. And this has been talked about in social media circles, but hasn't been really covered by the mainstream because Dwayne Wade and his wife, Gabrielle Union, have been very supportive of gay rights and LGBTQ rights because they have a son who... When people see the photographs of Zion, they are very critical and they are very cruel. And so what Dwayne has said on Showtime's All the Smoke podcast is, quote, I watched my son from day one become into who she, who she now eventually has come into. And for me, nothing changes in my love. Nothing changes in my responsibilities. So all I had to do now is get smarter, educate myself more. And that's my job as a father. Me and my wife are having conversations about us noticing that Zion wasn't on the boy vibe that Zaire was on. And I had to look myself in the mirror and say, what if your son comes home and tells you that he's gay? What are you going to do? How are you going to be? How are you going to act? It ain't about him. He knows who he is. It's about you. Who are you? First of all, you want to talk about strength and courage. My 12-year-old has way more than I have. You can learn something from your kid. And I'm speaking for so many others in the LGBTQ community. All these people that are out there saying these things, look at yourself. Understand that you're the ones that have the issues. You're the ones that got the problem. It's not the kids. It's not the ones who decide, yeah, you're born a certain way. You got to be that way. That's not life, man. We talked to John Amici on South Beach Sessions. He's a clinical psychologist. He's a brilliant man. And he's talking about the idea of if you are a parent who is building and nurturing your children to simply be what you expect them to be, you have failed as a parent. There are so many people in sport who in this particular circumstance, the narcissism would make this story about them instead of their child. The idea that Dwayne Wade, I told you earlier this week, Tommy Lasorda had a gay son and what just was mortified that anybody would find out about it when he was at the height of American fame. I'm glad you brought that up because I, I could hear people saying, well, of course, that's how you react when your kid comes home with that. No, that's not how everyone reacts. What you just this, heard from Dwayne Wade. Not, yes. No, no not even a, close. No, absolutely right. not. Right. It, he is absolutely right when he says you will find your problems on this particular subject in the mirror because of course the father who grew up around the testosterone of sports might be tempted to some sort of shame because he doesn't want to play a pronoun game with he and she but that makes the rearing of your child about you instead of about the rearing of your child so the i uh, this is an uncommon bravery for Dwayne Wade to be out there. And to him, I'm sure it's the most common thing in the world. It's what real love is. Do you love so much that you're willing to change whatever it is your ignorant beliefs have been to simply support? Is your love pure enough to support what your child wants? Because your job as a father, the man has written books about fatherhood. Because your job as a father is not to turn that child into what you want 
him or her to represent. It's to nurture that child, give that child the belief and love that that child needs so that child can become who he or she truly is. And this story can't be talked about. It honestly can't be talked about enough, but it's been sort of a a dangerous talking point for people because you don't know how much in the mainstream to reveal what is Dwayne Wade's private life about a preteen that they are choosing to share on social media. But Dwayne Wade continues to be a leader in every way, a guy that you want to follow because he is willing to admit to you Something along the lines of the problem was with me. I realized through the love of my child. I told you this, Dugats. My, my Latins are, uh, Latins are historically and famously homophobic. And John Amici, who I just mentioned, uh, I had passed me down from generations before me, great grandparents, whatever it is that you have around the toxic masculinity. And I had, had all manner of ignorance about homophobia. And then I met John Amici and I respected him too much to keep the same beliefs system because my belief system was simply ignorant. I did not know any better. And so I managed to learn the idea that Dwayne Wade in this climate, not only is not ashamed of his son, not only is willing to refer to his son as she, but is also willing to proudly share that world and that word with everybody as a supporter coming from the same franchise where Tim Hardaway famously said, I hate gay people and tim hardaway to his credit has also done all of the work necessary to realize where his ignorance was i mean it is a flabbergasting tribute to the man that Dwayne wade after his playing career could somehow be more of a role model than he was as a maximum professional during his playing career that's why it's called miami wade county if anything this holiday season Let's be more like Dwayne Wade, accept people, love people, share our love with other people. I love the holidays for that reason. A lot of people are oftentimes more willing to love and accept and care. And if you can do that to one person, that one person can pay it forward. Maybe we'll be in just a better world. Speaking of a better world, your world is made better every single weekday from 3 to 6 right here on 560 The Joe when Hawk and Crowder take the air. Lots of laughs, lots of fun. Lots of goodies, and I've got some of their goodies. Get your mind out of the gutter. Next, on the Best of the Joe Show. The Best of the Joe Show, running back some of the best audio you've heard on this radio station over the past 24 hours. This is a very special edition of the Best of the Joe Show. I'm dubbing it the Best of the Best of the Joe Show. Yes, a special Best of Best of, because it is, after all, Christmas Day, Hanukkah, the holiday season. Ooh, I'm getting ready for that Pelicans game tonight. You know, I live and die with the Pelicans, and I've been dying with them lately. They are one of the worst teams in the NBA, but there is hope. Hope rings eternal. Could be a Christmas miracle because a team that's even worse than the Pelicans, although they have beaten Pelicans two out of three times this year. The Golden State Warriors are up on the Houston Rockets. Oh, it's over now. No, it's official. They have won 116-104. to 104. A Festivus miracle. A Christmas miracle. A Hanukkah. I don't even know what you would call it. And a Kwanzaa wonderful thing. Just going to leave it at that. Got Battle LA coming up. Clippers, Lakers, my man Anthony Davis, I'm not bitter could have stayed with the Pelicans when Zion got back you guys would be killer but 
Do your thing tonight. And then late game, New Orleans, Denver. Woo, that is going to be fun. Like I said, Christmas miracle could happen. Golden. Now, at the beginning of the season, you'd have said Golden State blowing out the Rockets on Christmas Day. I see that. But who? what's transpired with those teams? Mm-mm-mm-mm-mm. And why am I playing buy you a drink? Well, it's the holiday season. Number one, you should be drinking. Or that's your thing. And you should be buying people drinks, spreading some holiday cheer. That's what it's all about right there. Speaking of holiday cheer, no one has more holiday cheer than Hawk and Crowder in the afternoons from 3 to 6 right here on 560 The Joe. The other day, Hawk went on a diatribe and Crowder jumped in and Solana and myself also kind of agreed. When you want a sports bar to change the channel to a local game, just basically change the channel, it takes an act of Congress. I'm getting worked up now, so you know Hawk was getting worked up. Then Crowder jumped in. It's true. Everything you're about to hear is absolutely true. If you disagree, tweet at me, at Dan Day Radio, and let me know why. But I think you'll agree. We had some uh, workers in here during the last segment, during this segment, and I thought they were rearranging our TV monitors in here. The TV monitors were placed in here. They're like four-inch TVs. And they're behind us. I don't even, like, I mean, honestly, if this was a sports bar, I'd leave and go somewhere else that I could see. You ever, you ever walk into a sports bar yeah. and they seat you and there's no, like, you're like craning to see a TV. This is where I work. I can't see anything. I can't. They're so, they're, yeah. they're small monitors. So we had workers in here this entire segment who I thought were putting in new TV monitors. And now I have realized all they were doing was making the clock harder to see. Good work, fellas. Did you see what they did? Oh, no, I noticed. And they looked important. They weren't important at all. They made the clock more difficult to see. You talk about those restaurants, though. Then you call the guy over and say, hey, can you put on the Dolphins game here? Let me get the general this manager. This is the craziest thing. Drives me bleeping crazy. You ask someone at a restaurant to change a channel, it's like asking someone to put in the coordinates for the Hubble Space Telescope because you want it to look at Mars instead of Pluto. <laughs> like They look at you like you're... Oh... Is that on American TV? Yeah, it's on American TV. Let me call I, corporate. I don't know if we. What, what do we, I, I think we have Adelphia here. Adelphia. <laughs> Adelphia. There is there is no Adelphia. Oh yeah, let me. I gotta see if my general manager's in. You, you what? <laughs> Why did we become Archie Bunker? You, you what? <laughs> You're right, though. It's the craziest thing. Everybody got to talk to their general manager. It's the craziest thing to change a television channel. I don't um, There's got to be some paperwork for this. What what game did you want on? Do you have a pen? You know what? Then they ask you what stations it's on. Yeah, they go, they go, I go, well, you hey, don't have uh, internet? You wouldn't have the, uh, the FIU game by any chance. Uh, I want to see if, uh, you know, Butch Davis, FIU. Um, yeah, do you know what? Yeah, it's on Raycom Sports. Just put it on. There's not a TV in the world that you can't talk to now. Put on FIU. Boop, FIU. Bunks up. Oh, my God, it's crazy. Gets to me. They go, uh, yeah, I could change that in a second. Let me, I got a fax corporate. Do you have any, uh, do you have any of the thermal paper? I'll print you a new show sheet. <laughs> he tore that show sheet up. <laughs> Drives me stuff. crazy, man. You touched a nerve. Drives me crazy. It gets to me, too. Because you know what it is? You go to a sports bar. 
you know before you ask the server when you're going to ask them to change the station, you know it's just not going to be an easy transaction. Mm-hmm. It's like calling the cable company to tell them that the bill is off. You just know it's not going to be an easy transaction. So it's the simplest thing in the world. There's the TV. It's got you know a few hundred channels. Put on a different one that's on right now. Yes. And they come over, and it's like they've never heard of this before. You know what I mean? Like it's a they've never heard of this transaction. You know, I was thinking. Uh, I'd have a better view uh, if you could put the Panthers game over here, the Panthers game. What is the Panthers? I, what, is, what is the Panthers? What is that, some zoo channel? You, you're looking for the animal planet? No, I'm looking for the Florida Panthers. They're a hockey team, and you're working at a sports bar? Let me call corporate. Well, let me call someone. <laughs> i got to look corporate. at my phone list. craziest thing you might as well say to them uh listen uh koliki takati koliki takata because you'll get the same look i'm so angry i'm glad i got you going but that is i'll I'll tell you what annoys me the most about it it's not the fact that they can't do it you just know it's going to be this long transaction and they're going to look at you like you've asked them to do something insane oh yeah and then the manager comes off he's pissed now and he does it in two two clicks comes over you're bothering him now yeah because i want to watch the panthers game this one? Yeah, that one. Uh, poop, poop. You good? Yeah, yeah, sorry, Jack. You called yourself a sports bar. My bad. We're on the same page. It should be, should be your decision to take Judge Judy off. Sorry, I had to let you know. I get People get mad at me for putting on fishing. Can you put on Babe Winkleman? Tell, uh, babe, what? Tell him I'm watching. <laughs> hey, can you change that? Oh, I'm watching this. <laughs> I'm watching Roland Martin. Really? <laughs> Guys, Men's.com is now offering your first month of generic Viagra or Cialis starting at just $5. Sorry. I'm so sorry. One of my greatest see. pet peeves. You lit up. Mm. I didn't know that was going to get you I mean, going. they look at you. They've never heard of the home teams. Never heard of them. Hey, can you put on the University of Miami Hurricanes? What? You've never heard of the University of Miami Hurricane? Well, let's start here. What sports teams have you heard of? The Yankees. Set your ass down. <laughs> it's funny because it's true. We're going to get to set your ass down in just a few minutes. I'm going to talk about my sports bar experiences lately. Love both of these bars. Not even knocking them. I go to On the Rocks in North Beach. Went to go watch the Pelicans take on the Lakers. National game, ESPN, it wasn't on. So they have a new bartender, so she probably doesn't really know how to work the remotes. I said, hey, can you put it on ESPN? She looked around. It's not on? No, you know, just, you know, what? do you know what channel? No, you know, she's a great girl, great server. She was just new. So finally she just goes, well, maybe you can go watch it somewhere else. Oh, my God. Okay, crazy. So finally they got it on ESPN, and it was like on the wrong TV. I was like, I'm done. I'm done. Every time I walk into a sports bar, I just pray the game that I want to watch. The channel is already on. And then I went to Titanic the other day by the U, and I wanted to watch the Heat basketball game. I said, can you put it on the Heat game? Oh, we don't get any Fox or Fox affiliates. Like I said, I love both of those bars, but oh my goodness. Oh, no. Let's keep the good Christmas holiday vibes going. So what we're going to do is we're not going to talk about changing channels at sports bars, although there's a lot of sports to watch over these next couple of weeks. And once again, you walk into a sports bar, you just pray that channel is already on because... Like Hawk and Crowder just talked about, it gets bananas. This is what we're going to do. A new segment on the Hawk and Crowder show. It's called Who's Working Hard or Who's Playing Hard. 
we break down who we think this past week played hard. I got to get to this new segment. We're going to play a new segment called Who's Playing Hard? I go hard. I go hard. I go hard. Who's playing hard? Brought to you by Men's.com. Generic Viagra or Cialis right to your door for hundreds less. And now you get your first month starting at just $5. Go to Men's.com. Pro Bowl rosters were released. Who's playing hard? No one on the Miami Dolphins, in my opinion, is playing hard enough. No Pro Bowlers for the Miami Dolphins this year. Barring roster changes due to the Super Bowl or injuries, this would be only the third time the Dolphins have been shut out of the Pro Bowl. The 1980 team, which went 8-8, eight and eight, the 1997 team, which was 9-7, and seven, also had no honorees. Crowder's 1-15 team saw Jason Taylor in the Pro Bowl. Yeah. So in my opinion, I don't have someone who's playing hard. I have a whole team not playing hard enough. The Miami Dolphins. Crowder, who's playing hard? Bam Adebayo was playing hard. He is playing hard. Eastern Conference Player of the Week last week. Double, he has two triple-doubles this year. And in that same week, he had a double-double after having a triple-double. He is a double-double machine. We lost um, Whiteside. We thought that was the dude. Bam Adebayo is balling. Bam is my playing hard player of the week. <laughs> I need massaging. Yeah. Uh, Solandria, who is playing hard? A skydiver dressed as Santa Claus <laughs> made a hard Wait landing. a second. I told you that in the 2 o'clock hour. You should have saved that for this segment. Made a hard landing on a beach in Florida. Had to be taken to a hospital. Talk about playing hard. Dan Dave. Who do you think is playing <laughs> what, hard? Now you're tossing it to Dan Day? I'm waiting. Should I speak or should I wait for you to toss it hard? I thought that's what we were doing. Like, you toss it to Crowder. He doesn't really know how to toss to things. <laughs> but then I toss <laughs> and, it to Dan I will Day. tell you, that is a better, more fluid way to do it. Like, that that would be cool. So when I'm done, I toss it to you. You toss it to Solana. Solana tosses it to Dan Day. Let me go last. <laughs> Might toss it to Venus. <laughs> Venus. Venus Williams. <laughs> Not a tosser. Dan Day, who's playing hard? Keeping it with the birthday theme, I am going with my man from the Rolling Stones, Keith Richards. His birthday also today, 76 years of going hard. A man who not only snorted his dad's ashes one time. That's true. When asked recently if he's been slowing down, he says, well, I still drink wine and weed. I try to do less hard liquor and hard drugs. That is how you go hard right there. Crowder, back to you. I got to do Bam again. <laughs> Bam out of bio is no, playing. No, 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 we got it, we got okay, it, we got it. Okay. That's Who's Playing Hard, brought to you by Men's.com, generic Viagra or Cialis, right to your front door for hundreds less. Now get your first month starting at just $5. You go to the website, Men's.com. Now, what did, what did Finn Lizzie snort? <laughs> Finn Lizzie. <laughs> what did he say? 
Keith Richards oh, snorted his dad's ashes. And, of I, course, we know Ozzy Osbourne snorted a line of ants that cre- were crawling. Like cremate, cremated daddy? No, his live ashes. <laughs> yeah, his cremated and daddy. And put him in his nose? Yeah, how else do you get oh, close? Well, no no other way to get uh, that close That's to your- That's true. Uh, that's just, I mean, it, it's lore. I don't know if it has he ever confirmed, Dan, that uh, that that was true. Yeah, he's confirmed it many times. I think he even has a picture of him doing it. I don't even want no Jello after I heard that story. <laughs> That's not disgusting. Oh, I think it's beautiful. Come on. I would snort Hawkman's ashes if he passed away and was cremated. I'll just put it that way. That's my guy right there. We have a lot of fun on Huckman and Crowder weekdays from 3 to 6 on 560 The Joe. and got some great segments. You just heard that one. A super hit that we have now is called Sat Your Ass Down. You're thinking, what is that all about? Well, enjoy. All right, we're going to play our favorite radio game show, which is called Sat Your Ass Down. We're doing it live here from Twin Peaks in Davie University Drive. Perfect place tonight if you're looking to watch some Monday night football. They got all the screens and great scenery and great beer, great food. So uh, come on here if you're getting out of work. University Drive in Davie, Twin Peaks on a man cave Monday. All right, fire off that open for set your ass down, Solana. Damn, set your ass down and shut up. Set your ass down. Set your ass down. Set your ass down. Damn, set your ass down and shut up. Holla, holla, Sit holla, down. Holla, <laughs> really love this. <laughs> That's good. So man. we'll go around the room quickly here. Tell uh, people to set your ass down. Then we'll go to the calls. If you win, if you're the best caller, you'll get your choice. Four tickets to Santa's Enchanted Forest or $50 at Tucker Duke's Lunchbox where you can get the Hockman Burger, where I got one uh, on Saturday, as a matter of fact, and it was as good as I remembered. Uh, My set your ass down, New England Patriots. Set your ass down. You got caught cheating again. If you've already been caught cheating using video of opposing teams, why would you even create a web series that requires you to videotape opposing teams in a weird fashion again. Sorry if it's a big misunderstanding. Sorry if uh, Bill Belichick didn't know about it. All I know is they got dinged once for videotaping their opponents. The video that Jake Glazer released this weekend of the cameraman, real quickly, oh, I'll just delete it, I'll just delete it. Why would you be so quick to offer to delete something if you didn't feel like it was wrong in the first place? New England Patriots and the fans that are apologizing for them set your ass down. Crowder, who do you need to set the ass down? We got to bring it back. The genesis of all this was <laughs> Dion. it all started. Dion Waiters getting high on gummy bears and then telling them to pull the plane over. You can't pull the plane over, Dion. Set your ass down, Dion. And now set your ass down again. Dion, you call into the job place and tell them you can't work. And then you send pictures out of yourself on a boat the same day. First off, how dumb is it to send out everybody what you're doing? And then you're going to call into the job place and say, big balls, I can't work. Okay, take it easy. 
but I'm going to go out on the boat with some women and ride around through the <laughs> damn, through the intercoastal somewhere. Dion Waiters, you got to get smarter than this, young man. I know you got your bread, but you're not going to get any more money when you're acting like this. There's the only thing better than $1 billion is $2 billion. Don't be happy with the little contract you have because right now the entire NBA is looking at you like you're crazy and the Heat are full out done with you. This is an organization that can change you, that can help you, that can make you a better player. But Joe Silly Ass is going to call into the job and then go out on the boat and send pictures of it. How about you cheat on your wife and then send her pictures of the mistress? It's the dumbest thing in the world, Dion. <laughs> Dion Waiters, set your ass down. Solana, who do you want to set the ass down? This requires a bit of audio. So our buddy Marcos Gonzalez, he's a producer here at 790 I and 560. Love Marcos. Yeah, we're, we're all big fans. He produced his first Miami Hurricanes basketball game on Saturday. And uh, a little behind the scenes, if you've ever worked with Joe Zagaki, he likes things done a certain way. Listen to this audio really quickly here of him praising Marcos. Back in the command center today is Marcos Gonzalez. Marcos making his debut as a Hurricanes producer. So far, so good with Marcos. Long way to go, Josie. Still got a second half to play here. Hollywood <laughs> Rabinowitz <laughs> from the Joe Rose Show in the morning on 560 to Joe. Out of nowhere, nobody even knew he was on the broadcast. <laughs> Sending shots to Marcos Gonzalez after Joe Z, of all people, complimented him. Hollywood, sat your ass down. That's a great one, man. Let Marcos shine. We love Marcos. Uh, Dan Day, does Dan Day have a set your ass down? Yeah, anyone that has ever hated on or slept on Lamar Jackson throughout his career in high school. I believe that's Crowder. Uh Uh-oh, uh-oh. Pompano (laughs) Beach. Tell me, of, tell me off, Dan. Tell me I'm off. I'm telling you. I'm oh. telling Okay, Pompano oh. Beach, a lot of people said, ah, oh, you know, okay, prep star. Boom, he balled out. Then he goes to Louisville, wins a Heisman Trophy. People say, ah, oh, it's the system. Gets drafted to the pros. Oh, he'll never be a pro quarterback. Oh, yeah, now he is doing it. Around 3,000 yards passing, over 1,000 yards running. The highest QBR in the NFL this season at 81.2. Five touchdown passes this Thursday against the Jets. The Ravens have the best record in the NFL at 12-2. and He should be the MVP. And by the way, he is younger than Heisman Trophy winner Joe Burrow. People still hating on him, throwing shade, saying, oh, but it's not going to last for long. He's not that type of player. Let's start believing in this guy and thinking maybe he's going to find a way to be one of the greats. So for anyone that's ever thrown shade at Lamar Jackson in his career, sat your ass down. You might as well just said Crowder. Set your ass down. I'm sitting. I'm sitting. All right, I got to go to calls real quick here because we're going to run out of time, so I may not even get to everybody that's on hold. Rod in Pompano. Rod, who do you want to set their ass down? I want to tell Crowder to set his ass down. (laughs) I'm going to tell you why. Because for weeks you hear Crowder always talking about, oh, Bam is just the pole man, Sean Kemp. Last I checked, he just won Eastern Conference. No, 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 no. Hey. So I, I said Zion, Zion Williams is, a, is, a, is Sean Kemp. I never said Bam was Sean Kemp. Oh, I need to sat my ass down. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no, bro. Now, listen, if you want to get him into Zion Williams, I'm with you. I don't think Zion Williams ain't I worth a damn. I think Rod might win just for that response. <laughs> I'm with you, Rod, though. I need to say, that's the second person that told me set my ass down today. Harrison. Harrison and Weston. Who do you want to set their ass down? What's up, guys? I want to tell to set their ass down to Derek Carr and the Oakland Raiders. They were up all game yesterday, even going into the going with two minutes left in the fourth quarter. Derek Carr rushes for the first down, throws up the O to the crowd. 
and then turns the ball over and they lose in their final game in Oakland. So if I'm going to say sit their ass down to anyone, it's Derek Carr and the Oakland Raiders. That is a good one. Javier in Miami. Javier, who do you need to set their ass down? Javier dropped six seconds before you called to him. What All about right. John in John, Miami? John in Miami. Go ahead. Anyone who had the Cleveland Browns to win the Super Bowl this year, sit your ass down. Yeah, you can't crown the ass before they've done anything. DC Rob, who you want to set their ass down, DC Rob? What up, Chan? What up, Three Wings? <laughs> <laughs> so it leads me to my point. Anybody who put boneless on their Mount Rock on their Mount Rushmore, you need to set your ass down. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Fair enough. I understand. BZ in Boynton, who do you want to set their ass down, BZ? Not there. Jay. Jay in Miami. Who do you want to set their ass down, Jay? What's up, fellas? I want Trey Young to set your ass down. I love Trey Young. <laughs> Why is that? Because last Tuesday when they were playing the Hawks, they went up by six with minutes left. You saw him do the Vince Carter ass. Oh, over, yeah, over. yeah, yeah. You're right. You're right. Ah, that's yeah. not, that is a good one. He did need to set his ass down. Uh, who is it? Sandre? Sandre and Pompano? Yeah, uh, I want to tell Crowder to set your ass down saying the cats look like a good movie. <laughs> Bro. Yeah, yes, you just got my vote, Sandre. Is it Sandre? Is that your name? Sandre. 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 Sandre gets my vote. Cats looks like the worst movie oh. ever released. This dude talking about how it looks like a good movie. With Taylor Swift as a little cat. I walked out of that actual musical. I walked out of the musical. I know the musical, Let but this is a movie. The movie. Sandre in Pompano gets my vote. Uh, Crowder, who's getting your vote? Mm, you know what? I got to go with Rod. Rod had number uh, one. Had you, he but then, me out, but then flipped the script. And flipped it on himself. I, I, I got to go with Roddy. It's a tough laughing. one. Solana, you're the deciding vote. It's Sandre because that Cats yeah. movie looks cats brutal. Movie looks Man, have brutal. you looked at, look, look at Taylor Swift as a cat? I mean, Isn't that cute? with all that's going on here at Twin Peaks, you're going to show me a, a clip of uh, Cats, the movie. Have you seen Idris Elba? Set your ass down. Judy Dench. Sandre. <laughs> Judy Dench, huh? Now that's my speed. <laughs> she got a colostomy bag. Woo! Fire! <laughs> it's a designer one. Solana tells Sandre he gets to choose. He can have four tickets to Santa's Enchanted Forest or $50 at Tucker Duke's Lunchbox where he could get the Hockman Burger. Let him make his choice, and he will be... The winner, another great rousing rendition of Sat Your Ass Down. Who has more fun than we do? Nobody. So Sat Your Ass Down on Mondays. Cheers to on Tuesdays. Wednesdays we have the new segment, Playing Hard. Then on Fridays, I kind of have a wrap-up of the week that I put together called the Huckman Highlights and Crowder Crowd Pleasers. The week that was on Huckman and Crowder. If you haven't heard it, you can always download it wherever you get your podcasts. You can go to the radio.com app or you can go to our website, wqam.com, or you can just listen to this. Hockman, 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 Hockman. Crowder, 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 Crowder,
drinking the chocolate yoo-hoo. That's why you have man boobs. Man boobs. Man boobs. Hawkman highlights. You know, you're not an adult until you've really taken a big gulp of sour milk. Mm-mm-mm, delicioso. You don't know what a young offensive defensive lineman, you don't know if they got that damn, that killer in them to go out there and fight with these grown-ass gorillas that be out on this field whooping ass every Sunday. Going Am I to- allowed to say that? No, you can't, I can't say, say that. I can't say it. I'm can't. just tracking. Hot. Hot. This is doo-doo, baby. Dan, you, you, would, you would snort my ashes if I died? You don't even have to ask. You know I would. Hey, man, thank you. Thank you. Whoa, what was that? Mount Rushmore of cracks. Mount Rushmore of cracks. Did you see uh, Lizzo at the Lakers game? This is doo-doo, baby. Hawkman highlights. Dinosaur is not a flavor. Ooh, highlight. A freaking laser. Lucid Dreams was the hit. How's it go? Lucid Dreams. You don't know. Lucid <laughs> Dreams. Am I allowed to say that? No, you can't, I can't say, say that. that. I can say it. You I'm just checking. Hey, man, thank you. Thank you. I'm, I'm pleased. Man boobs. After all that greatness... If you don't want to listen to Huckman and Crowder weekdays from 3 to 6 right here on 5, 6 of the Joe, I don't know what's wrong with you. Check your pulse. You might not be living. Of course, we heard from the Joe Rose Show. You can hear him mornings from 6 to 10. Dan Lebitard, 10 to 1. Then Huckman and Crowder, of course, from 3 to 6. I am Dan Day. Follow me on Twitter at Dan Day Radio. I've been at the radio station basically all day on Christmas, but nobody should be alone Christmas Day, during Hanukkah, Kwanzaa, during the holidays, so I'm not alone. I am here with Sweet Lude. Sweet Lude joins us right now. No, we're not dating. At least last I checked, right? No, I'm not dating. Not at all. Go ahead one more time, Sweet Lude. Oh, wait, wait, wait a second, man. They're screwing you over, man. Look. All right, Sweet Lude, let's try this one more time. Uh, chain, give us a little talk real quick. We got a still no. It's we need a Christmas miracle now, sweet Lou. Well, they're not letting sweet Lou talk. Actually, I got you right here. Try it now, sweet Lou. Ah, still not. So, what we're gonna do, sweet Lou? We're gonna do old school radio. You're gonna slide close to me. Now we will be almost dating because you and I are gonna be sitting thigh to thigh. But last I, ch- well, now that we're sitting so close, maybe no. Right, we're not dating. No, we're definitely not dating. Okay, okay, Sweet Lou. Sweet Lou, look. Watch your knee. Watch your knee. And now, I'm, now I'm touching Sweet Lou's knee. This radio is getting even more and more exciting. Okay, I won't explain why I was doing that. Sweet Lou, man, it is Christmas, the holiday season, Hanukkah, all that great stuff going on. You and I have basically been here all day long. One more time. Check that mic over there. Mic check. One, two. Uh-oh. Does that sound like you're on? We got sound. We got sound. All right, sweet Lou. Break it down. It is Christmas. What is the holidays for you? Let's talk about the family, the food, the fun. What do you do on your holiday? Well, Christmas is uh, mostly about, you know, kids, um, little ones under 10 years old or so. It's, It's really geared for them. They wake up early in the morning, open up their presents, and literally make a mess in the living room, uh, see what toy they have. And they get to playing. Usually, when I was younger, we had bikes and sweatsuits uh, <laughs> when I was younger. Uh, so we always had, every year, a new bike and a new sweatsuit. And we literally would go outside and ride our bikes for almost the entire day. Now, you can only eat two things on Christmas dinner. That's all that's going to be made. What are the two things you have to have on your plate? Wow, that's a tough one. 
Um, the first thing I would pick is probably peas and rice. And then the second thing I would choose is um, I may have to go with string bean casserole because somebody made it for me a couple weeks ago and I almost proposed that day. Oh, it, it was that good to where I was like, oh, man, this is. It, it was awesome. Further evidence we're not dating. I <laughs> I cannot cook for anything. You and I couldn't be more different. I am five foot ten, one hundred thirty pounds. Give us your measurements, sweet Lou. Uh, I am six foot four, three ten. Total yeah. opposites. Yes, very opposite. <laughs> you played you played college ball. Where'd you play at? Yes, I played college ball in at Emporia State. It's a small Division two up in Kansas, Central Kansas, middle of nowhere. Um, but Position made, made it fun. Believe it or not, I played tight end. Tight end? Believe it or not, I played tight end. Big boy rumbling. Now, <laughs> you've seen my man Channing Crowder in here. Channing Crowder, defensive player, linebacker, coming at you. You got him? No, because he went to Florida. He got some fight <laughs> in him. He went to Florida and played in the NFL. So, nah, I, you know, just with that track record alone, I would just say, nah, he probably, he'll probably do a little bit. I got some other ones for you, though, real quick. You just heard all the fun segments we have on the Hawkman and Crowder show. Sat your ass down. Cheers to also who's playing hard and the Hawkman highlights Crowder crowd pleasers. I'm going to give you another one. You can only listen to one. Which one you choosing? I actually like the sat your ass down one. That's that, Mondays, that's always, man. That has always been a good one because uh, I've been listening to the station for a little while. Sat your ass down has, uh, has grown on me, I would say. And, you know, you and I both have that southern drawl, but you're from right here in Miami. Born and raised, Opelok and Kara City. There you go, representing right there. Pork and beans? Is that close? No, that is Liberty City. <laughs> Different city. No, <laughs> it is not. Worlds apart right there. <laughs> yes, it is. Very, one, very, very different. One quick question before we go. Are you going to see the movie Cats, and is Judy Dench looking good? Uh, no, I'm not going to go see the movie Cats. I might go see the Star Wars movie, but Cats, definitely not. Sweet Big Lou, negative. we're going to hear more from you. You are training right now. We've spent the day together, but with all things said and done, happy holidays. Glad not to see you for the rest of the night. No problem. I feel the same way about you. We're getting out of here. The best of the best of the Joe Show. I am Dan Day for Sweet Lou. Till next time, 560 The Joe. Later, slug.